Hello and welcome to episode 128 of the Super Horror Bros podcast. I'm your host Matt and joining me as always is my brother Mike. Hello. How's it going? Good man, good. Good, good. We are back again, back after Black Mirror Bandersnatch kicked off the new year for us uh, last week. That was a really fun one, uh, listening to all the ways that we did it, uh, all the different sort of scenarios that we got into. Um, that was cool, man. Was did you see so as well different. that... Netflix were like teasing some stuff online. Um, oh, they? they were saying like, yeah, they were like, they were, like, they were saying, not found up, it yet, guys. Yeah, they were like, pick up the photo frame twice and something happens and all this stuff. So, really, um, I'm kind of want to check it out again for sure. But um, yeah, this week we're Why talking about you put in the Konami code. Yeah, I know they should have definitely put that in there, like on the credits or something. Yeah. Um, I bet Charlie did. Someone should try that. Um, yeah. Just put it in your remote at any time. <laughs> yeah, and you can play Crash Bandicoot. That'd be nice. Um, but yeah, this week we're going to be talking about Bird Box. Um, that came out before Bandersnatch, so we're finally getting to it now. And you've probably seen it. Um, yeah, I don't if, think we have to really worry about spoilers if you're on for this Planet one. Earth, you might have seen this movie. Yeah, we talked about it last Netflix, week, didn't we? Anyway. Yeah, I think that did get backed up by a few other sources, but I don't know how they did because Netflix are the only ones that know these numbers. But um, yeah, yeah, apparently... like, oh, yeah, yeah. A reliable source told me, like, is your reliable source Netflix? Like, yeah. Yeah, I read the tweet. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, we, but yeah. we all read the tweet, guy. <laughs> yeah, like every, so everyone in the world has watched it at this point, uh, and we finally watched it. I feel like I was probably one of the last people in the world to watch it, um, especially because yeah, I was very excited for this. Yeah, I, I only watched it last week, but um, it, it definitely felt like I was finally seeing this old-ass movie that I've already seen referenced a million times, which is always a weird situation. Um, yeah. But yeah, we're going to talk about Bird Box. Um, a little bit of news before that. There really isn't too much. I, I just picked this, basically this one news story, because um, I always want to talk about A Quiet Place. Um, we kind of oh, why not? Yeah. So also, I, I just remembered off the top of my head, but um, it has been getting a couple of nominations. Obviously, as we're getting into the award season, um, coming off of the was oh, I watched it the other day. And I can't remember which one it was. It was I think it was the Golden Globes. Um, mm. And yeah, the BAFTA nominations have already been released. The Oscar nominations haven't yet. And um, yeah, Quiet Place is nominated for score um, for the BAFTA. Um, and that is sort of the only horror movie uh, featured because I think a lot of people, hmm. it was so funny last year, obviously post get out yeah. and even to some extent, shape of water, um, where a lot of people I think were thinking that, Hey, you know, these movies are going to get all yeah. these nominations. I think Halloween hereditary was the one. <laughs> yeah. Like Halloween, best soundtrack, you know? And, and, and I think everyone was like, Oh yeah. Tony Claire easily going to get best actress. And I was just like, none of this <laughs> is going to happen guys. Um, you know, no, no, nothing against those movies whatsoever. It's just that they're not going to get recognition no, the way you think. The goddamn they are. Oscars. And um, but yeah, it's cool to see a Quiet Place at least get something. I would like to see it get the the Oscar nom as well. That would be really cool. Um, I have to imagine it will because pretty much all the award seasons kind of follow each other, and it has been getting the score at least. So, get obviously getting overlooked in acting, which is ridiculous. But hey, yeah. it's something. Hey, um, not in the Super Horror Bros Awards though. No, not in the, well, Super the only Horror ones that really, really matter. Um, exactly. But yeah, so this news story kind of, we talked about it, I think, a couple of months ago where we were saying that, because initially John Krasinski had said that he was pretty much not going to have anything to do with the sequel. Um, because he's he said a little he liar. He, he basically said that he, you know, he didn't need to. He felt like that was what's done is done and he'll move on. And, 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 you know, he wishes them all the best of luck with it. Um, then they kind of got him to do the writing. Now he's talking about potentially directing as well. Um, he's such so a little liar. 
So the quote I've got here is... He'll grow a beard and, you know, (laughs) make a cameo. Um, He says, well, I'm currently writing the script, and it was one of those things where I didn't think I would write or participate in the sequel, to be honest. I was so proud of the first one, and obviously we didn't make it with an intention that there would be a sequel. That said, I'm a realist, and I tried to see things from everyone's point of view, and I certainly understand why a studio would want to make a second one after the movie's success. So here I am writing it, and we'll see if I end up directing it. Um, (laughs) So yeah, I thought that was interesting. Like he's very honest in saying, you know, look, I only wanted to do one, but obviously with the success of it, the studio are obviously going to make a sequel. Um, and I feel like he's almost saying, you know, well, I if they're going to make a sequel, which I know they are, I want the best for it. And if and if me writing it and directing it is the best for it, then so then that's what I'm going to do. He's going to end up um, one man showing it, like <laughs> putting wigs on, playing every character. I was going to say, well, the he did... behind the scenes stuff, like just, yeah. just yeah, it's just going to be a John Krasinski production. And he'll be yeah, like, oh, I mean, yeah, one man showed it in the end. Yeah, there are certainly some characters he could play in the sequel. Um, after we found out, you know, that he did play the monster. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, this is exciting regardless. Obviously, it is a 2020 release, isn't it? This one, so um, yeah. Yeah. very, I mean, very... There, there was a definitive list on last week's show, I believe. <laughs> was it not on it? No. <laughs> um but yeah it's exciting like obviously i would love it. it you know the fact that it is i think we kind of talked about the time really it's a perfect movie it doesn't need to have a sequel but if they are going to have a sequel then yeah i'd love for john to obviously return to direct because he did such Definitely. a good job um so yeah that was that was the only real main story the, the other thing i want to mention briefly at the start of the show was um i'd completely forgot that this was even out but did you did you see that um issue two of fangoria is no. is out well i yeah, I mean, it, it's out, but we're not going to get it for another six weeks. Well, I've, I received mine yesterday. <laughs> really? So, oh. Yeah. I, I got it, and I was just like, what is this? And I received it, and yeah, I, I, didn't, I hadn't actually seen it over Twitter or anything. I guess I'm going to um, have to read issue one sometime soon. <laughs> it's good. It's a good read. I, I thoroughly enjoyed issue one. Um, this one, off the top of my head, didn't grab me as much with the stuff that was featured in it. Um, I think episode one with all the Halloween stuff at the time, and, and a lot of they had a lot of different cool features. Kind yeah, of and throwback stuff and that sort of thing. Yeah, and, and it was Master, a nice deep dive and that sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, Puppet Master. It was, it was a great look back as well of like, here's why we're returning yeah. Fangoria. So I feel like this feels more like a standard issue. Um, but like I say, I, I haven't remotely read it yet. I just kind of glanced over what the main things were. But yeah, I thought it was cool. Like, I, it's crazy how quickly these things kind of creep up on you. Like, mm. it's, I can't believe it's already been three months since the last but one. It must have been out in the States for ages then if you got it yesterday yeah either that or they finally sorted their you know their stuff out because yeah i kind of looked on twitter and i i couldn't find an exact release date um but they have been tweeting about it all this week anyway so um hopefully you'll get yours soon <laughs> um but yeah i'll i'll hope for, i'll probably talk about it in the next few weeks when i have actually started reading it but yeah it's out there and it's cool i always give it put a smile on my face again i've just been like, oh yeah fangoria is like still a thing that's cool um because i think that was one of the nice sort of feel-good moments of 2018 um and yeah, it's great. To yeah, see definitely. I just like having them stacked on my desk, so like everyone at my work thinks I'm a psycho. <laughs> yeah, that's always a good reason. Yeah, yeah. Um, I love how you just get like the negative part of Fangor and you don't even read it. You're just like, yeah, I just want everyone to think I'm a psycho. I don't even read it. <laughs> yeah, I give it a glance. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, um, Michael Myers. I remember. <laughs> I remember when those movies were good. Um, so, <laughs> shall we talk about this week's film? Let's do it. Let's talk about Bird Box. So yeah, the movie that everyone has seen. Um, 
usually we we kind of do all ranges of movies on this show it's so funny where we we sometimes talk about you know leprechaun returns that no one's seen we talked about shape of water which was a best picture winner and then now we talk about a movie that everyone in the world seems to have seen we get to see Um, something like you know perfect skin that you know uh... yeah no one's seen yet (laughs) unless you've been at festivals um yeah no it's it's cool it's it's great to see this the sort of wide range and yeah this is definitely one of the more popular ones i guess next week aquaman (laughs) i mean we've both seen it we could give you a mini review if you want um i thought it was wonderful but yeah uh james Wan, he's amazing um he can make a movie can't he he sure can make a we talk about Bird Box, good movie <laughs> you've distracted me because i was just like oh that come out well that's a good movie yeah, um I, I knew you'd gone <laughs> it's, it's yeah well let's talk about this movie instead then i mean where should we even begin do you, do you want to just dive straight into a synopsis or i think so i think so yeah go for it why is it um, called bird box well uh it's it's weird to explain this movie because like a lot of the mm. promo stuff involves um Sandra Bullock and the two children. Yeah. Um but I don't really think that's actually like the description too much. Um mm. it, it does feed into it. Um but we kind of um obviously uh get introduced to Sandra Bullock's char- character Mallory who um we get introduced to her on the day or the, pretty much the lead up to this um kind of end of the world outbreak where this kind of everyone in the world is kind of seeing this uh i, I wouldn't i don't really know what to describe it they just see a presence they see something anyway and whenever they see this image it um causes them to uh, commit suicide on the spot wherever they are if they're driving a car they're just going to slam it in a wall if they're a in a high building they're just going to jump out of a window and so um, we we basically see this outbreak of all these people committing suicide and the craziness that's going on and sandra bullock and some other characters make take refuge in a house and this presence seems to be like a living thing that is kind of going around that people see it's almost like a i kind of picture like a grim reaper almost and they see Mm. it and want to commit suicide um so they kind of shut all the windows and lock all the doors and close the curtains so they can't see this presence and they basically take refuge in this house to try and survive. Um, and that's kind of like the main kind of timeline of the story. We get introduced early on, um, like I say, to Sandra Bullock and these two children, um, which is very clearly some point later on from the epidemic. It's, it's the opening scene of the movie, basically, where... Yeah. Um, her and these two children have found a place that's promising um refuge and kind of safety from these beings these creatures i guess i don't know we have to settle on what we're going to call these things Uh, let's call Mm. them creatures um (laughs) the wikipedia says supernatural entities okay grim reaper (laughs) um so yeah refuge from these grim reapers and uh she needs to travel along this river to get to this refuge place and kind of we jump backwards and forwards between when the outbreak just happened and her being in this house and what happens there and her journey on the children with the river river and if they can make it to kind of the safety or not um and yeah i guess that's i guess that's kind of it like top level wise Mm. so yeah yeah um yeah this was a movie wasn't it what Um, do you think of this one I don't know. I'm 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 a bit torn on it to be honest. Like I watched it. I thought I enjoyed it. Um definitely had some issues with it. It was very long and it felt very mm-hmm. long. Um mm-hmm. 
as more time has gone on, I feel like my mind has just shifted towards the negative parts. Um, it's weird because you know how you sometimes see these movies and like mm-hmm. the small things won't bother you and you kind of forget yeah. them and you kind of move on. Whereas this is one of those movies where like as more time has gone on, I'm like, yeah, that bit was a bit crap. Yeah, that bit was annoying. Oh, why? Did I think it? like I'm kind of forgetting what the good bits were. I think it's because the movie doesn't because because I kind of share your opinion you know a fair bit on this which i thought i thought you were going to be different on it i thought you Um, were going to be different i thought you were going to really like it i I thought the same for you um (laughs) because like there were certain things in this where i just felt like it didn't stack up and didn't Mm. sit right the the we won't go into it at all right now obviously but like the the ending there were kind of certain characters the kind of motivations were unclear certain rules that were introduced it didn't really mm. seem clear as to what they were and kind of we will talk about these in more detail but like those sorts of things are what nagged at me when i thought uh when when they first introduced the premise now like right these grim reapers people committing suicide you look at it and you, you you commit suicide so you need to be battened up and not look at it that made sense when they're in the house and i was really in on it but then yeah as they started to introduce more elements it started to break down more and more for me mm. um, and i could have done without the whole river stuff to be honest i much preferred the house stuff um i didn't really feel any real drama with the river stuff um I felt like any time that kind of stuff happened there, it wasn't really that fantastic. And so that could mm. have just been a much shorter segment that could have got this runtime down a bit and could have, yeah, could have like cut there. But, you know, it really felt unnecessary. If that would have been shorter and, like you say, a bit more towards the end of the movie, it mm. would have been okay. But the idea that this was kind of these two timelines or at least places in yeah. time that we keep showing and that gets like most of the screen time and like i say it's not that interesting but also the fact that i hated the shift in time i thought it completely ruined any sort of tension yeah of, like what is a majority of the movie which is in the house um because you already know that kind of like well sandra bullock's character is going to be fine there's going to be these two two children which it comes fairly obvious quite early on where these children are going to yeah. come from so there's no threat like one of the best yeah, scenes of the movie you- doesn't have any tension because you know that the yeah, kids are going to survive you're right and you know that you know that pretty much all the other characters aren't going to make it and exactly so as bonds get get kind of uh, created between our characters we don't feel that emotional attachment because you because yeah you read between the lines and like I, we're not talking spoilers here because mm. literally that the film is showing us the whole time that sandra bullock's on her own and you know they're not gonna have just gone away from the pack you know that's not Mm. how this film is set up they're a tight-knit group and so it's very clear that 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 group is not there when she's on the river this Um, this is like slightly spoilery but i was hoping that they were baiting and switching us and this was on purpose um yeah basically she becomes attached to another guy um i can't remember his name do you remember the guy's name tom so she becomes quite attached with tom and it becomes fairly early on that i was like okay well this is weird because in the future we know that it's just sandra bullock's uh, mallory and the two children mm. um and i was like you know obviously he's either some either he's gonna die or whatever and i was like oh, i was kind of hoping that they've almost planned it to where he's separated because then he will come back into the yeah. movie and they're yeah. trying to make it seem like he gets killed off when actually he yeah doesn't. that'd have been cool i thought that um, as well like not necessarily just him but just any characters like, yeah anyone but off, he was the um, he was the main one wasn't he yeah he was the like, one you kind of wanted to especially as the movie gets deeper and deeper and you still haven't found out essentially what happened to him and then when it does happen i was like well this is exactly what i thought was going to happen you know it's a very short scene he's gone and then he's gone like he doesn't come back and Mm. yeah like i say i think that was one of my main cruxes in terms of like 
I didn't get any tension in this movie because of the fact yeah. that they were in it with the timeline. Um, and yeah, the ending I thought was super underbaked and really obvious, to be honest. I thought like it was the one thing that if anyone's watching this movie about, um, you know, you know that it's, you can't see this thing or it'll make you suicide, uh, suicide. And you know that you see a lot of the blindfolds don't mm. work and all this stuff. Like, everyone's going to have the same question, I guess. Yeah. Um, and it's and it's one where you're like, well, they're even not going to answer it, which would be ridiculous, or it's going to be really important in the end, and it turned out to be the latter. Um, mm. So I felt like it was them trying to be like, ah, look how clever this is. And actually, I was like, no, it's kind of yeah, obvious. I, we, we, we need to talk about the ending because I... I yeah but not not now but yeah yeah I, we can get to spoilers fairly seen. soon because like i say everyone's yeah, seen this I, goddamn um, movie already i think you know this, it has I, some I, moments, I definitely though. don't hate this movie i like no. this movie i think the reason why we're probably both hammering on it quite a bit is because especially for me anyway i thought this movie could have been really fantastic and i feel oh yeah like i mean the trailer just, we were both all in yeah and i feel like it's just good and in a and like we've talked about it on this show like in a world where quiet place exists and i know these movies are a million miles apart mm. but like one that's like you know and even like um don't breathe and stuff these movies yeah. that we've seen that have been like our movies of the year and they're all to do with this kind of loss of your senses and then this movie is very much kind of of that same ilk kind of you know that they're all like a similar sort of wheelhouse aren't they very different but mm. you know what i mean you kind of hold them in the same conversation and this movie just does not hang with the others yeah um you know yeah, like it was it was shame. an okay movie i that was yeah. how my impression of it is I, now um, is like it's an okay netflix movie but the bar yeah. has been raised so high that there's no place really for okay like it's good yeah. and like i would say that you should probably watch it because it's, it's it's worth yeah. checking out but don't think it's going to be anything like amazing yeah, um, I, I I mean, I'd say definitely watch it, especially for Netflix. Like, it's a no-brainer. Like, I thought this movie looked good as well. Like, mm. I think the question for me would be, like, if this is at the cinema, would I give a recommendation to go see it there? Mm. Um, because, because, you know, the Netflix movie has to be trash. Because I think this is a good movie. It's entertaining throughout. And, it, you know, the runtime is long. But I was never, like overly bored i was bored of the kind of river stuff mm. when the current stuff was going on and i just want to get back to the to, not the current stuff the the, the you know the, the outbreak stuff shall we call it yeah. was going on um once we kind of was finished with the outbreak stuff and the river stuff was coming to a conclusion it was a little bit more exciting um but yeah you just kind of um especially when you've got like on the river you have these three characters you have sandra bullock who you're like well it's sandra bullock it's the lead she's she's not gonna like perish at any mm. point and then you have two young children that you're still like it's gonna be some balls you know are you a ballsy movie that's gonna do something to them i don't think so like mm. so at that point you don't feel the, the the tension like whenever stuff's going on um there was a bit where there was like rapids and stuff and i just thought that was ridiculous like mm. it was meant to be this big moment and it just kind of just passed with no real drama really because they're like oh yeah we can't really do anything to any of the characters yeah um, i think that's the other thing about this movie is that it has quite a few parts which i think are supposed to be either tense or serious and are played serious but i actually found a little bit laughable um, yeah that one bit, like, was there's already been a few kind of memes think... coming out of this you know with the blindfold and everything but i think, I think... Uh, this movie really toes the line between somewhat like there are certain scenes where i'm like this is starting to get a little bit ridiculous um I the think... scene in particular when they're driving the car i was yeah. like i could 
could see this in like a scary movie and if you were parried yeah. in this you wouldn't have to change anything like it's people driving a car with blindfolds on that's ridiculous yeah. like you could never do that and yeah i feel like it was really close to becoming parody so often yeah, they, they pulled it, it, it in was. just enough that i i did stay with it and, and i did believe yeah. it enough till the end but it was so close to becoming a joke yeah and i think like the more we talk about it the more i just have criticism like i do yeah. find it i love the opening like i really oh yeah the strongest really part. liked the outbreak and kind of um sandra bullock her sister is played by sarah paulson and kind of mm. like when those two when the outbreak first happened and kind of like when characters see the Grim Reapers, their eyes kind of glaze over. Yeah, the way that looks. They're now amazing. about to commit suicide. Yeah, that looks so cool. And, like, I just wanted to see what they were seeing, like, so much. And mm. uh, it really added mystery. And I really, really enjoyed that. And kind of as as our characters kind of get locked in the house, I enjoyed that dynamic as well. And kind of as food ran out and they went to the mall and that sort of thing. Like, yes, the car journey was a bit ridiculous, but I was still on board at that point, like you say, and kind of I enjoyed all of that stuff. And it was only really until um, the house stuff ended that for me, it started to become kind of poorer and poorer as we got more into the river stuff predominantly. And I just kind of there's a scene where Sandra Bullock is blindfolded running through a forest, like full mm. pelt running through holding a forest. Children. And I'm like holding two children. And I'm like, <laughs> you cannot run blindfolded and stay on your feet on an even mm. surface. Like I've seen like the jackass crew try this and fail badly. <laughs> She's and running full clip, holding two kids. She falls face first and gets up like it's nothing and just carries yeah. on sprinting. And I was like, what is this girl made of? Like, yeah. It's, it is but. crazy. Like the blindfolded and stuff is, and I think it mm. is one of my main issues overall. Is that this yeah. is obviously a book, and I think that this would work amazingly in a book. Um, yeah, because you it's, don't. It's, in, it's in, hard. Envisage the, the the silliness of it. You no, you, you just kind of get the tenseness of like, struggle, oh, this is so difficult. Yeah. Whereas, and like, like, oh, she struggled through the forest and somehow mm. blindly made a way through, and you're like, okay, and then like you see it, and you're like, no, that's bullshit. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's difficult. I think this it's yeah. a really interesting point, really, because I think. Think what makes a good adaptation is something that we've discussed in the past mm. and why i think it is so strong um is because of the fact that it strips away all of the bullshit from the book and it gives yeah. you all the best parts and yeah. it's why we've discussed as well of why i think he has a very difficult job with part two because it has more of the worst parts of the book whereas mm. they they did such a good job of adapting it i think it's one of my all-time favorite adaptations because it, it's such a an amazing film version of what you mm. love from the book um and so going into this like the whole narrative thing again that would work in a book of like hey you're coming yeah. back to the struggle on the river now you see in the past in a movie doesn't work for me you've ruined all the tension imagine if a quiet place did that whereas like at the end you just see you know like you know them with a the baby so then when she's pregnant in the early parts you know that she's going to give yeah. birth successfully yeah, like exactly. all of that stuff would just be ruined and yeah I don't know. I don't think it's a good adaptation of what is probably a much better book. Um, yeah. That was kind of my major frustration with that. I yeah, I, I really do feel like the branch in timelines does break the movie quite a bit and, and does bring down the enjoyment level even more so. Because um, mm. I, I feel like I would have enjoyed it quite a bit more instead of just thinking it's good. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. it's just like you say, you do lose all of that tension because the house stuff is really good. And there is a scene where kind of shit starts to go down that is it good like mm. uh, uh, when you're watching it really good but the problem is you kind of know that a lot of people are going to get knocked off like we say yeah. because of what we know and you already. know who's going to survive <laughs> yeah 
And so, yeah, that is, that is a shame. And because I know people will say, well, you know Sandra Bullock surviving, she's the lead. And, you know, you watch a, you watch a Scream movie, you know Nev Campbell. But those movies, you know, you talk like a Scream, you, you never actually felt like that. Like, you always were tense and stuff, and you thought, could they do it? And, like, w- with this, you would have felt that way too if you haven't seen her already in the future. And certainly for all the other characters, you'd feel it 100%. Whereas I just felt <laughs> like they're all dead. Like, the like, thing oh, is, as well, like with modern movies, that doesn't that doesn't matter anymore. That doesn't count. Like that used to be a thing a, a lot of years ago, of where you star your movie absolutely would not die. Yeah, um, exactly. we don't live in that world anymore. Like no. movies do have major deaths that you don't see coming. That does happen. Yeah. Like I'm not going to sit here and spoil a million movies, but it does happen. Like I, yeah. I know multiple movies that we've covered. You know, even last year, like exactly. I don't want to start calling out no, movies, I know. but like I know one of the most loved movies know. of 2018 yeah. that wasn't in our top ten has an insane character death. Yeah, and it's awesome that no one, like, that no one yeah, saw coming like, it's so yeah. cool and, and so yeah it like to be honest no sandra bullock dying in this movie wouldn't have been like that crazy but yeah the fact no, that they probably not but they don't then, ruin yeah, it like you, you just know you that know she's not like they've already to me it was more barriers. the the fact that we're introduced to sandra's bullock's character she's pregnant we're introduced to another character who's also pregnant that to me is yeah. a really interesting thing to add in a post-apocalyptic movie to then yeah. have a time jump where you have two young children you yeah, know that what's going to happen. Bullock. You're like, oh, yeah. okay. Like, that just ruins yeah. all. And, like, especially the scene where, again, this is getting mild spoilery, but, like, the scene when they start to give birth is, like, one of the best scenes of the movie. It ties together mm. so many different awesome elements. It's when shit really hits the fan, and it's such a good scene. And it would have been infinitely better had I actually had a genuine fear for those children because yeah. it's so tense. The way it's shot, I was like, oh, yeah. damn, they are actually going to do something here. But, you know, and, and again, part of me was wishing i was hoping i was like would they troll us would they actually these not be the children you know because yeah. they could have done something like that yeah they could have just been like that she's picked up two random kids now mm. to replace that horrible thing that happened especially you know, with the but, whole her calling them yeah. boy and girl thing that would make yeah. more sense had she just you know grabbed them and they, she didn't they know even, who they were they even kind of tried to make like a thing of uh which one of the children was hers yeah which i thought was plainly obvious from like very early on which <laughs> yeah. one was which and mm. i didn't really care i was like i don't really care which one's which because you're gonna care for them both and i'm pretty sure it's that one and yeah. then it turned out that it was and i was like nah, this just like was like you know river stuff that was trying to add you know time to the movie that i didn't need <laughs> what, what did you think um, of of sandra bullock's character in general and i guess her performance um, but I'm, i don't think it's so much her performance i think it is more the character she was told to play because i found yeah. her as a lead character really strange yeah well she wasn't a very likable person uh no which is obviously by was, design like early yeah, on we see her yeah. she's pregnant she doesn't really want to have the child but she's kind of on the fence as to what she wants to do she's thinking about adopting mm. or giving it up for adoption and it's kind of it's set up and especially when then she's introduced to kind of this boy girl thing it's set mm. up to be this big moment when she becomes a fantastic parent mm. and they try to kind of bring that in at the end but it was just kind of like oh yeah your name's idiot now like mm. and just kind of and i was like oh is that meant to be your big like i'm now a mum moment and i like, yeah. did not feel it like you know uh it was no uh a quiet place like defining moment mm. you know <laughs> like yeah, i thought it was gonna be that where she suddenly was becoming like mum trying to like mm. i almost thought like I, I i what i thought might happen was that she was she was gonna sacrifice herself yeah, the, that she was going to have this moment where she was going to be like, I'm your mother, you're going to run and I'm going to save you. And like, as they ran away, she'd be like, John, but like, yeah. whatever. But like, yeah, we got none of that tension. And it just kind of like, we never had that big moment. And I just thought it, 
yeah, her her character didn't really have like just remained annoying throughout really, and even at the you know the, the absolute finale, she was still kind of annoying. Like, yeah, she was just a really cold, shrewd yeah. character that I didn't yeah. really find any. I feel I feel like now resonance. She's, yeah, yeah, like, like she's not going to really have a happy existence now. She's just going to continue to be grumpy. Yeah, do you know what I mean? That that was kind of like you say. I was expecting a lot of development over the course mm. of this very long movie, and I found there to be almost none. Yeah. Um, um, so yeah, that was someone, something, I guess. And, and I and I wasn't sure we... if it was either her performance or the character or not. I think a combination of the two, perhaps. But I just yeah, it, I think it, it was more me, her character, really. I think so as well, because I don't really know what they were going. Again, something that's do, probably way more clear in the book. I do. Um, I do think that I I don't really find Sandra Bullock as as an actress, kind of someone that I kind of tends to like in films mm. do you know what i mean not not like i don't like her performances but i'm thinking of like some of the films i've seen her in. i've never thought like oh that character's really nice and that she always plays that kind of like annoying character mm. um that's kind of like yeah not not this proper lovable character so yeah so it's, it's, a, it's a funny one you know maybe it's partly her but i do think it is mostly the part um yeah. do we want to kind of throw up spoilers and talk spo- full spoilers because we've yeah. kind of been skirting around it quite a bit yeah, let's do it. Um, so, yeah, I mean, what what would be your sort of recommendation if people haven't seen If you're one of the few yeah, people I on mean, the planet who haven't seen it. Yeah, I mean, at this point, you've got to just to, you know, be with anyone <laughs> else on the planet. Um, and it, just so you get good. all the jokes, like, really, we've, on we've been, we've been quite negative on it, but it is good. Like, it is something you can throw on. You can throw on with, with almost anyone. Like, it's not a hard horror movie. Mm. Um and I think I think you'll enjoy yourself, but just don't expect anything groundbreaking. You know, it's just it's just good. Yeah, I, I kind of agree. I, I I'm tend to, yeah, I'm kind of within like okay to good. Um, yeah. I think it has some really cool moments. I think it has yeah, some really I'm like really a firm good. I'd say, like, <laughs> uh, you know. But, yeah. I could be talked into being good, um, but yeah. yeah, I think it just has some really awful moments as well, yeah. which is I could really probably be talked into down. being okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is a six point five out of ten. Um, but yeah, it no, really, me, it really is for, for me. Like it's a few years ago, something like this would have been so much easier to recommend. But this, especially mm. this subgenre of post-apocalyptic movies, and yeah. especially when you add the children element, that has been raised so high. Um, re- it started with The Last of Us. Like for people that don't really play mm. video games. Like, have no idea but like that is the best post-apocalyptic story ever written that involves children and so that to yes. me is like the high watermark now and anything that tries to come close to that it's going to be so and talk difficult. about like being cold and then having character development and becoming yeah. a parental figure mm-hmm. like that is exactly what this felt like it was going know, for. <laughs> yeah yeah you know oh, whereas no. they absolutely nailed it um yeah it's amazing but um, can we yes, talk about the last of us we can if you want um but uh yeah to to me it's yeah this, this this is okay um yeah it's for netflix uh, it's difficult because like you say a few years ago it'd have been like oh yeah it's a netflix movie now it's like well no gerald's games on netflix and like you can just yeah. watch haunted of hill house uh, for a million time like yeah annihilation is, is a perfect example like there are so many amazing netflix movies now that it's hard yeah. you know apostle like it's it's hard for me to just recommend like you say if i was scoring it it's like a six or a seven out of ten yeah. so yeah this is the worst know. of what we've seen like, i can't really to be honest i can't really give a recommendation because i'm kind of like eh. like if it's something you sound like you might like you might like this more than i did but i can't i just don't really like it that much yeah um but yes full spoilers now um, yeah i mean so so one of the things i wanted to touch about i want to talk about the ending but i also want to talk about the um guy that kind of turns up yeah kind of 
halfway through the movie they let in another character into the house mm. and he he's kind of like you know seems a bit shady but also seems quite genuine but you don't know and he has this bag that kind of they ask a couple of times what's in the bag and he doesn't ever reveal mm. and then kind of as our two pregnant ladies both go into labor he kind of sits down and he he's kind of like he gets these drawings out of like um kind of like these very generic kind of when kids in horror movies draw like ghosts, like just black, black, like scrawled images of like mm. this monster figure. And as he's kind of looking at it, he kind of becomes like, what, what would you call it? I guess kind of, do people become infected? Like whatever mm. they become, basically, he becomes kind of trans, transfixed by these figures and goes into like a trance. Possessed. Um, yeah. And, and then starts to like, fuck shit up and cause all the problems and i was like what i don't understand like what what this is like so these pictures like even just seeing a drawing of this thing like it weren't a great drawing like Mm. suddenly makes him come like that and so and See, I didn't even of... think it was anything to do with the drawer, and that's not really Did what I not? got from it. I so just you... assumed that he was he, he was that yeah. all the time. Yeah, and he and like yeah. because early on, I kind, kind of, of felt there's... like he was because he takes the drawings out and like studies them really closely, yeah. and it looked like he was trying to like go into the trance type thing. But maybe hmm. I don't know. Maybe I misread it. But no, that is I true. Kind of I didn't. It. Yeah, that that could be the case. I just didn't really read it that way. Because then, um... then he kind of did that, and then he starts to like open all the. Um, windows and everything and it's kind Mm. of then revealed that there are characters in this world that when they see this the the grim reapers they don't commit suicide they see it as like a god and like the answer to all their problems and like follow it and then basically try to get other people to then um see the 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 thing and then yeah yeah, they'll either commit suicide or join this small percentage and it's kind of hinted that these people are kind of you know from a is it is it a like a is it a, a mental institution or is it just like a high yeah prison for like that's what he says he, he, like something? he explains yeah. the story when he gets there but we, yeah. we do actually see two at least two inst- instances before this um mm. the first one being in the future but obviously for us it's we see it earlier on yeah is is in the water where there's just a dude in the water and he's yeah. acting really insane and i was like okay that's weird because that's the first time you see someone who hasn't just directly killed themselves yeah and it, and it goes back to what you were saying at the start where like the rules don't really make sense to me and they kind of ch- like chop and change them all the time yeah um because i, I really like I say i really love the idea of this thing of if you see it you can you kill yourself yeah. Boom. that's all i needed yeah. like that's, that's, that's all a I great needed. premise because the... run with that for the full length um so we see guy... about the people element well, well. So obviously, you see the river guy, and then, and then I think then it's the supermarket bit where you see the guy who's kind of trapped in the room, and he's like talking to him, like, "Hey, let me out." Yeah. And then they open the door, and you kind of know that he's dodgy. So then the guy kind of sacrifices himself to mm. save them. So we've already seen it a couple of times, and obviously later on we see it with this gang as mm. as um, Mallory's walking around, and that's when Tom um, stays behind. Yeah. Um, but yeah, at that point, I was just like, "What is going on there?" Because again, it it goes down what the walking dead does and all of these things where like they have their cool thing but they ultimately just want humans to be the the, the problem like they mm-hmm. always are so it's just like well we've got this really cool yeah, entity well, they're like oh these people are just living in a house and they they yeah. can get to the mall and they can get food so like now we're fucked and they're like yeah oh, or they could have done what yeah. um what is, john what, malkovich what is, said like, where they were like well let's just stay in the mall like they could just live yeah. there forever well, um, when they got in there and he said it i was like i would definitely do that just yeah 100 percent you know so, and that'll so, be fine unless people turn up because people yeah. ruin everything in these 
so that's kind of what the movie but, goes into then where and i, I like yeah. say i didn't like that i, I really I, like the idea of them just killing themselves i don't like the I idea of oh suddenly this character it. has to like you know, well, he's going to come in and he's going to write dodgy and then he's going to pull the windows open yeah. and all this stuff. Like, I, I really didn't like it. And um, it gets worse thought, later on as well. I don't like yeah. it. I really hated the gang bit with Tom. I, I hated it the worse. gang. I hated the gang because I kind of thought like if they maybe get like select people mm. that they almost like it, it takes as a vessel. And, and then kind of, like, to, to trap other people and then let them go. But, like, this gang were just straight up having a great time. Like, for them, mm. this is fantastic. Yeah. They're just going around, like, causing problem and just, like, attacking people. And they're just having a really good time. I'm like, so, at this point, are the creatures even, like, anything to do with them? Or are they just, like, scumbags, like in Walking Dead? Mm. And I just kind of, yeah, I really didn't understand that. And, and at that point, that's when I got really kind of disappointed with the movie. Um, I think that's what really ruins the ending as well, because yeah. the idea of this all-encompassing entity, which is like floating around in the sky, and you're trying to stay away from it, the ending makes sense if that's all there is, because as yeah. soon as you get shot into this closed community, you're absolutely fine. Whereas the idea of these biker gang who killed Tom or whatever couldn't just go up to that door yeah. of the blind sanctuary and just open it. Like, what's stopping yeah. them from doing that? Like, we're acting like suddenly well, everything's also, I really didn't like the ending, because I thought yeah. the... This whole sanctuary with, like, it being a school for the blind, fair enough, they're not going to get infected. But, like, all the other people that are there, they're like, oh, it's all right, we've got, like, loads of birds, and the birds will, like, like make a noise. I'm like, mm. really? So, like, people are just going to, like, be in the streets, and they're just all going to, like, drop and, like, put boxes over their heads, and then, like, all, all the blind people will kind of, you know, let them know when it's okay, I guess, or the birds will stop. I was just like, I don't know, it just didn't, it didn't feel like a resolution for me it yeah if that was the walking dead that would just be like oh there's the mid-season bit where we think everything's yeah. okay and then the biker gang turns up and it all goes yeah. to shit again like exactly. it really didn't feel like else. like it was trying to be like oh well sandra bullock and her kids are gonna grow old there now i'm like really like that's just yeah i just didn't care for it and it felt like just another step and then the movie ended and i didn't really want to see any more steps anyway um no the, the other thing that really drove me insane was um they just happened to hear this voice on a radio yeah it's like is anyone out there and they answer and then she's like he's like we've got a sanctuary like you should come here this is 100 percent safe bring your kids it'll be awesome they believe yeah. this 100 percent. they go there and it is what it is like mm. why why did she possibly think that was a good idea after they'd let a guy in that was saying all nice stuff before who then tried to kill her and yeah. her children like to me that was ridiculous that they just 100 percent verbatim believed this random voice on a radio yeah. um after we've already been proven that like people can be manipulated by this entity into saying whatever they want to say mm. um it has problems doesn't it you know the more yeah. you think about this movie the more i am just like Oh, that was the thing when i initially watched it i was like yeah. this is like, this is kind of enjoyable but then the more yeah. you think about it critically i think it falls apart i watched a lot. it yeah because i watched it like a couple of weeks ago and, and like the night i watched it and everything i was quite happy and like thought oh this, this was good like it had mm. some low moments but it was good and then yeah the, the, the further i get away from it and yeah at this point now like when i'm thinking back the bits that stick in my mind are the things i had problem with mm. and then the awesome opening like i said i really enjoyed when stuff went down in that first little bit in the house um yeah I love all that. Like the first third oh, of this movie, all the house yeah, stuff and going to the yeah. shopping mall and all that's really cool. Yeah. And I wish, I wish it didn't have any river stuff. That's my yeah. only thing with it. But yeah, all of that stuff like w was great. And then kind of, it wasn't really until the, you know, uh, the first characters leave and then it starts to go slower. And then it kind of has the awesome scene where we, but we know what's going to happen. Like it's just, mm. yeah, it kind of just slows down from there, but it's, um, 
I, I what did you think of some of the other characters as well? Like um They were really, it was weird. I, I enjoyed I enjoyed seeing John Malkovich, like but his his character was like I I didn't like towards the end when he just accepted being locked in the garage and then mm. like when when shit was going down and it was just like a little garage door and he wasn't even like trying to break the glass or get in. Like he's in a mm. garage with loads of tools. Like surely there was something he could throw through that little window to then try and like break the door down. And he just kind of stood there and moaned and then the shutter doors opened and he got taken. And I was like, yeah. really? Really? That's how that character's going to go? Yeah, like, he was a weird no one because the first time you see him is it his wife gets killed. Yeah, I'm um, yeah. trying to save Mallory, and yeah. I feel like he was just fine with that. Like he was a little bit angry towards her to begin with, but he mm. was like he was standing there with a shotgun in his hand when everything's gone down. I feel like he would have just murdered everyone. Um, the fact that he was like he's supposed to be the asshole of the group, mm. but to me he wasn't an asshole enough. Like he's still letting them live. He's still being really nice to them. He's still trying to help them. Like he's just yeah. seen his wife get murdered for he, this other he's person. He's one of these people that wants to be the asshole but is deep down just like doesn't really give enough fucks yeah i guess so but i guess he didn't really give a fuck about his wife either i just i don't know he was or or his own life though he just kind of like pin you know just just dwindled away really everyone else Uh, is a bit far away there's there's this young couple who um hook up and then they end up like buggering off with the car yeah um did we see them ever again no no because i was expecting to see their corpses or something at at some point Um, now they're fine Oh, they sweet. Just went to the mall. They just went to the mall and was like, well, this is the best place to be, clearly. like, Yeah, they're like, the dude's locked in the room. That's yeah. fine. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, it's got um, sweet, sweet elevator music. Like, what more yeah. do we need? There's a bowling alley. Like, yeah. we'll just do each other's haircuts. Like, it's fine. <laughs> I'm thinking yeah. it's a different movie, aren't I? <laughs> Probably. Um, I don't know. The, the supporting cast what, was what they were. They were very dispensable. Um, yeah. I liked Tom for what it was worth, but the fact that he was kind of... He, he's so thrown to the side because the main force of this entire movie is Mallory and boy and girl. And so they're telling us very early on that he's irrelevant. I um I really didn't like the boy-girl thing either. Yeah. I it, don't know it, what they were going for. Like, God of War did it way better, guys. Like, <laughs> yeah. And I just kind of thought, like... It it really doesn't make sense and it's it's silly. Like you say, it, it it's so close to parody, all these different mm. things. And her just being like boy, girl, and the fact that like when the way she's shouting when at him is one really of them, funny. Yeah, as well. one of them like in the whole rapid scene when like they get they get separated and she's just like in the water, blindfolded, with her arms outstretched, shouting boy girl, and then just mm. like grabs one of them. And I'm just like, Oh my god, what what is this? this she's is grabbing like... them, they fall in the water. At one point she's just randomly shooting a gun like next to her children when she can't even see where she's shooting. I'm just like it's <laughs> It's so close to being a joke. That's what I said. Yeah. Like it never becomes fully a joke, but it's so close to it. And mm. you never want that. You never want your serious like horror piece with like real emotion no. ever to, to come close to parody. No, and you know, you think like um don't breathe when like the characters mm. are standing there and the, the, the old man comes down the stairs and they yeah. all like freeze and he's yeah. like listening for the sound and that, that scene is so tense and there mm. is not an ounce of you that think anything funny is going on. No. You are shit in your pants and you are you are there with the characters. And then yeah, like cut to something like this, and yeah, we've just got a character that's like blindfolded, chatting boy and girl, like mm. tripping over tree branches. I'm just like, no, you, you you didn't feel like what she was doing was genuine. Like it's it just felt like just weird. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's a shame. 
Hmm. Yeah, it's a, it's a weird one because, like you say, I watched it. I thought it was okay, but I'm definitely disappointed because I had such mm. high expectations. Love the trailer. This is our type of movie. You know, we talk about that yeah. a lot on this show. With like, you know, either a supernatural movie is going to have to do a lot to win us over. Yeah, or well, a period you, you look, you look at something like Hereditary. You know, Hereditary yeah. last year. Like, we both liked Hereditary. Yeah, but it is categorically not our type of mu- movie. Like, yeah. if Hereditary, if we like those t- type of movies, that would have been our movie of the year last year. Oh yeah, hundred percent. But yeah. like, it same was with not the witch as well. Yeah, exactly. Whereas like, this is our type of movie, and mm. yeah, you know, I, you know, I, I just, it just wasn't good enough. That's the thing as well, where I feel like because it's our type of movie so much, those are the parts where we're giving it a pass and being like, yeah, this is good because we like this sort of thing. Mm. Um, whereas it's not a good one of these, you know, it's not one of the better ones either. So, no, and we've seen like... some like low key ones for this show. Um, mm. The one, the one we saw year one, uh, what was Viral. that called? Viral, yeah. Mm. Is that on Netflix? It did go from on there for a can't bit. Remember. I was like, Viral was better than this. Yeah like you know i think i enjoyed cargo more and i wasn't even a big yeah. fan of that like it's yeah yeah, yeah. it's a but anyway pointed but yeah that's bird box time, time to move on i guess <laughs> yeah um so yeah that was our discussion of bird box uh, we'll take a short break and we'll be right back yeah just to sort of quickly round us off uh this week there isn't really much tv on at the minute is there like it's not really the tv season everything's waiting for game of thrones yeah that's coming soon isn't walking dead back soon like the mid-season thing i don't know man i'm out i'm out yeah are you actually i forgot yeah yeah Mm, we'll see it's easy to be out when it's not actively on that's all i've got i've got like four episodes i haven't oh really three or four episodes yeah because like so how many did you watch then you saw the the... season break rick's you saw the i was like when i'm gonna you didn't even see the one after that no (laughs) because i was like if i see the one after that i'm gonna keep going like it had Mm. me interested but i'm like if once i continue then what is my stopping point because i always Mm. said like They've said Rick's going. I'm going to go when Rick goes. <laughs> and then, like, if. Yeah, but now he's if, coming back, mate. So you've got to keep watching. Otherwise, you won't nah, know what's going I on when he comes this. back. Like, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Michonne just, like, got with Daryl. Like, sounds wonderful. Fine. Like, that's what happened. And then when Rick it's... gets back, he'll be all mad because she moved on. It's going to be weird if that oh, show's actually. on and none of us are watching it because I feel like we needed that correspondent just to like, yeah, it's still shit. It's your fucking turn, man. <laughs> I'm not watching it. I've done Definitely not. I tapped that years ago and I love it. Um, but yeah, no, one one TV show I did watch recently um, is the Into the Dark, the kind of Hulu and Bloomhouse um, joint production. Mm. Um, it's We talked about it like a while ago and they first announced it really, where they're kind of doing these one-off, pretty much like movies. Um, so they're doing, for the next 12 months, they're doing one a month, each based on a holiday. Um, so they've done like, obviously, Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas and New Year so far. Mm. Um, so I watched episode one, which was the Halloween one. And um it was pretty good like it, it was it was a fun idea like we talked about in the show this hitman who's like dragging around this this body that he's killed um and everyone keeps stopping him to think it's like his costume on halloween um mm. there's some good laughs in there there's some good sort of comedy actors in there as well um but it wasn't anything special and it definitely was felt way too long um all of these so far have been about an hour and 20 and yeah that's what puts me off really yeah they don't need to be movie length to me like between 45 and an hour would be perfect um so i didn't watch episode two yet um but i did watch episode three the christmas one because i heard a lot of good reviews about it um which is called puka and um 
it's it's really cool to, to me it was what i would want a modern day sort of tales from the crypt to be um it's basically about this guy who um he there's this doll called puka that's like the must-have toy of this christmas right um and it's this little doll and it'll record what you say and it will and it will say like it loves you and all this stuff um and this guy to get this, yeah exa- exactly and um i'm sure everyone will get that reference and yeah. uh, <laughs> he he basically kid. He's a struggling actor, but he gets this—he gets this role to like be Puka, so you know, wear the costume and be in the adverts and, and walk around the shopping malls and everything. Um, but oh, as like he starts, yeah, exactly. <laughs> there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, parallels with Jingle All the Way, which I very much enjoyed. Um, uh, you know, it I'm, starts I'm to take 100% a percent in for this movie. It, it starts to take a real sinister turn. Like he starts to not realize kind of when he's in the suit and when he's not in the suit, and. It, he starts doing really insane things in the suit that he he doesn't really re- recall or have memory of. So he kind of has this like dual personality type thing. Um, it, it's really cool. I don't want to go into it too much because it will quickly become spoilery. Um, but I think it's really cool. I, I saw someone describe it as basically a, a a spin-off, a short movie version of that one scene in The Shining when he walks past the room and he sees the two furries. <laughs> um, that is the perfect description of what this is because it's there are so many vibes of the shining there are so many long corridor shots there are so many like a lot of deep reds and you know the color of blood is like a theme for our um it was clearly what they were going for um yeah me too after watching this um yeah it was cool in like a good two years no i haven't either um i I, like i've been it's one of those things where like yeah i'm gonna read it i'm gonna do that i'm gonna do doctor sleep in all the preparation for the movie and it just it just hasn't happened yet um but yeah, no, episode three was really cool. So um, I'd recommend that. Like that to me was obviously none of them are linked at all. So you could just watch the Christmas one. Mm. Um, but I do want to go back and watch the Thanksgiving one. And then obviously I still have the New Year's one to go. But it is cool. It's a different idea from Bloomhouse. Obviously, we're seeing them sort of dip their toe yeah, in the cool. water of TV more um, with The Purge, which was fantastic. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's a shame it's not on like Netflix or anything because yeah, Hulu, I, you can't even get Hulu in the UK, which sucks. Um, mm. But yeah, it, it was cool so far. Um and yeah, I did watch one movie recently, um, which uh, going off my kind of watching a lot of John Carpenter slash Kurt Russell movies, um, hmm. which is always a good time. Um, I haven't rewatched The Thing yet, which I need to. Oh. I've, got it sitting there. I've got the nice new Arrow Blu-ray. We need next to watch. Um, but I watched one which I've never seen. I don't think you've seen either, no, um, which is Big Trouble in Little China. Mm. Um, God, what a weird ass movie this is, especially watching it for the first time now. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't I even know what to say. Like, you should probably watch it. Um, I don't know if I enjoyed it. It's so weird. Like, it is it is what you think it is of if you read the synopsis and you're like, how does it even work? I still don't know how it works. You know, it's <laughs> it's it's John Carpenter and Kurt Russell in a, in a kung fu movie with aliens and all this weird stuff. And it's kind of playing serious, but also extremely tongue-in-cheek. Um, it's weirdly enjoyable at times. It's really bad at times as well. Um, but sometimes in a good way and sometimes not in a so good way. Um, but yeah, it's a cult classic. I'm sure a lot of people that listen to this are like, what? You've never seen this yeah, before? You didn't love it? Um, because you hear it referenced all the time. You know, oh, it's yeah. certainly not one of my favorite Carpenter movies. That's for damn sure. But it's different. Like, I'm glad I've seen it as well because it kind of caps off that, that, that point in time in both their careers, really. Um, <laughs> And so yeah, I'm looking forward to ending it by watching the thing, which is I'm sure oh, going to be a good highlight. I watched yeah. a little little uh, old um, horror movie. Oh, did you? Yeah, I I got around to watching the Reanimator. Oh, nice! It was um. Fantastic. Isn't that like the anniversary just really recently? 
Uh, I think so. I saw some stuff coming on. I don't know what it was. I did see some kind of um, Jeffrey Coombs and Barbara Cramp- Crampton were saying some stuff. Like, yeah, I'm not sure I'll look it up now. Or, but um, yeah, it, I thought it was fantastic. Like, um, I really like um, Bride of the Reanimator as well. Mm. And uh, I think they're both really good films that y- you should check out. Um, they're, they're just kind of, they really are kind of the the perfect pairing with like the Evil Dead movies. Right. Um, I just want like Jeffrey Coombs and Bruce Campbell in like a movie together. I wonder if that exists. Um, <laughs> it probably does. <laughs> yeah. Someone will send it on Twitter. Probably Cat will send it to yeah, us. <laughs> please do. And um, yeah, it's, it's just, it's, it's a really fun movie. The visual effects are really good. Um, in both movies, there's kind of like this severed head that's talking quite a bit. And those effects are just done really well for a movie that mm. came out like mid 80s. And um, yeah, just really enjoyable. Obviously, like seeing kind of Barbara Crampton like back in the day as well. It was just it was just really fun and like definitely kind of uh, one that you should watch. Mm. Yeah, I definitely. It's a want to shame see both that them. we don't get a Arrow release because the UK version of Reanimator isn't on Arrow format. Right. It's only the US get Arrow version of it, and then we I had to get another version. But it was still it was a, it was a decent res- restoration. It kind of said it was like a four K print. It didn't feel mm. as good a quality, but maybe that's just me being an Arrow snob. Um, <laughs> but it was still really good. Um, it's just something like when you're watching some of these Arrow restorations, they feel amazing. Like you watch that, um, like the Thing one, you'll be like blown away by it. Whereas this one, just it felt it was good. Don't get me mm. wrong, but I felt like Brighter reanimated version that I saw was 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 better, more crisp, and the sound quality was better. But oh, they're, they're both this... fantastic movies. They're so insane because you kind of take it for granted. You just like you switch it on, mm. you just like yeah, it looks great. But you, it's not until you realize like the funniest thing with a lot of these Arrow releases is when you watch the special features. Um, yeah, I think it was yeah, when I was watching like Escape from New York or something, um, or that that isn't Arrow, but it was like you would see the they would show you like there was an alternate opening scene of that movie which mm. they haven't restored, and so yeah. you play that. That's like this five minute clip, and it just it's like you can't even see what's going on. The quality is so bad, like it's no, sub no, below like VHS level, and then yeah you're watching the movie and it looks so goddamn crisp and it blows my mind how they're able to do that you know i would assume that it's like well yeah you shoot the movie and it just looked like shit because the the equipment look was, yeah you know didn't run that well but it's not the case at all and they do such an amazing job um obviously they've got like a few releases upcoming that i'm excited for and yeah i can't wait to see kind of what they bring throughout the year um yeah it's what they got is the ring there's the big one they've got yeah they got the ring trilogy um so yeah, I'm I'm pumped for that. I love I love the first like Ring movie, the Japanese one. It's, so, it's such an amazing. I remember having that like on VHS as a kid, and yeah, it was so good. Um, but yeah, kind of next week, very exciting one. I guess Back kicking in the off cinema properly. I know it feels so long since we're in the cinema. Um, Glass, man, like nice. what what are the hype levels for Glass? Um, pretty high, pretty high. Mm. Like it's um. I'm trying not to think about it or look anywhere right now because mm. it just seems to be everywhere. Yeah. Um, it seems to have bled like into the mainstream quite a bit as well, mm. which is weird because I felt like Split was was a big release, but kind of it was one of those ones that kind of snowballed as well. And now everyone's on board for this one. It didn't have um, Samuel L. Jackson or Bruce Willis in it. <laughs> that's, that's true as well. Yeah. And, um, and also I do remember that samuel L. jackson is in this movie <laughs> yeah and bruce willis and bruce willis 
I know. That is the downside. <laughs> 2019 Bruce Willis and Samuel L. Jackson, I'm not sure it's something yeah, I'm going to enjoy. But exactly. So we've only um, got a third of the cast, the main cast that we're in. Yeah, but thank God that well, McAvoy plays God, like 400 yeah. characters. Yeah, say, luckily it's not really a third. It's like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, like I, I honestly it's a can't wait. I'm not even going to go into. Like, yeah, um, it's gonna split. Be split is amazing. It just got added to Netflix as well. Um, but it's it? it's nice. an ama- yeah, it's an amazing Netflix, movie. Man. Netflix, yeah, Netflix what are you doing, man? the real champions. Um, yeah. but no, I honestly can't wait. I think it's coming out at the perfect time as well. Like, I'm so mm. glad this movie isn't going up against other big movies because I wouldn't be as hyped if this was anywhere near some of the releases of 2019. Yeah. Um, you know, just horror, let alone the other ridiculous <laughs> amount of releases. So I'm so glad it's January when it's dead. I, we would not be going to the cinema otherwise. So, like, I can't wait, man. Like, nah, I we'd, really... find, we'd find something. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm sure we would. Um, but I, I really hope it's good as well. Like, I, ha- I think it has a good chance of being good. At least it'll be. I think it'll be enjoyable. Yeah. Um, because Split was like a really, really good movie, and and especially you know M, M- Night does have two really good movies behind him now. So I, I hope that he continues that trend. Um, yeah. It's a movie that I really didn't think we'd ever see as well. Even coming off of Split and hearing him say, you know, this was like, oh, well, you know, I'm going to tie it all together. I was like, sure you are. Like, that's a great concept. Yeah, sure you are, M. Night. But, like, yeah, sure. actually pulling that off is ridiculous. And he seems like he can- he's he's done it, at least. He's at least made the movie. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I can't wait. Weird how he got Bruce Willis and Samuel L. on board, because they're not keen to get involved in movie projects. You know, they don't, they don't, they're not <laughs> no, in they the really don't things. sign on, do they? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I haven't seen him in ages. Um, no. But yeah, no, it'll be cool, man. Like, yeah, fingers crossed for that one. But yeah, that was episode 128 where we talked about Bird Box. Uh, thanks for listening as always, and we'll see you again very soon. See you later, everyone. Through my veins and travels to my head, they said, you'll die soon enough anyway, shut up, I can't, mainly because I never could, how could I start now?